Good evening. Gracious God, Father in heaven, Father God, we come once again, Lord, uh, just midweek service, Father God, another midweek service, Father God. We just want to stop and pause and tell you thank you once again, Father God, for just getting us through yet another day. Father God, we thank you for no harm, hurt, or danger to us today, Father God. We thank you for just giving us traveling grace today, Father God, getting us to and from our destination. And we know that the road was slick and wet this morning, Father God, and this evening, this afternoon. But you, God, you protected our vehicles. You got us uh, to our destination as safely as possible, Father God. And we just want to thank you for it, Father God. We want to get this opportunity to just lift you up, Father God, and just tell you how good you are. And just, just to be thankful that you are uh, ahead of our lives, Lord. And even though we're still creatures undone, Father God, even though we still have hangups and issues, Father God, we still serve and seek you, Father God, because we know once we give all our issues and our baggage to you, Father God, you said that, Father God, that, uh, for, that we should turn around and not to pick up the baggage, Father God. Father God, we just thank you for having the opportunity once again to come to midweek service and learn more about this Sam uh, thing that's running place through our community, through our families, Father God. And we thank you for Elder Cole's diligent lesson, Father God, and showing us through uh, study, uh, through research as well as uh, scripture, Father God, uh, how uh, drugs and alcohol and sex and murder, Father God, can have an effect on us, Father God. But we just ask, Father God, that you have us be able to glean something from this lesson today, Father God, and have us be able to go and apply it to our lives. And Father God, encourage and help someone else, Father God, who may be struggling with this very issue. Father God, we ask, Father God, that you continue to bless this little ministry, Father God, that's trying to do big things, Father God. We're trying to keep you first, Father God. We're trying to uh, uh, learn more what your original uh, intent was, Father God. So we thank you, Father God, for just having us, giving us the ability, Father God, to do a study uh, on, your, on, your, uh, on your books, Father God, or on your scriptures, Father God, so we can go and show thyself approval, Father God. Lord, we just thank you today. We continue to want to lift up Port Arthur, Texas to you, Father God. We want to lift up uh, this uh, nation to you, Father God, this world to you. We want to continue to pray for the peace of Israel because you said that those who pray for the peace of Israel shall be blessed, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you, Father God, because we know without you, Father God, we're mere nothing. Father God, we'll be trying to solve problems on our own, That's do right. things on our own, Lord. But we just thank you, Father thank God, that you have placed your spirit inside of us, Father mm -hmm. God, so we may be able to live a different life, Father God, than what the world is uh, trying to sell us and try to get us to live, Father That's God. Right. 
Help us not to get caught up in the things of this world, Father God, the, the atrocities of this world, Father God, but help us to have our eyes stayed upon thee, Father God. Lord, we ask that you bless everyone that's watching and listening, Father God, via Facebook and Anchor podcast, Lord. We just ask, Father God, that you uh, just open their ears up and their hearts, Father God, so they can glean something from this message, Lord. And we just ask that those individuals, that may be some of, some of us sitting right in this room that are struggling with the same addiction that Elder has been uh, talking about. We just ask, Father God, that you have us to uh, give it all to you, Father God, mm -hmm. so we may be able to not to pick it up again, Lord. Because, Father God, we know, Father God, that as uh, long as we keep our hands in your hands, Lord, yes, we know that you'll be our lead and our guide. So, Lord, we thank you. Thank Lord, we magnify your name. Lord, mm -hmm. we honor your name, Father God. It's in the name of your son, Jesus the Christ, Jesus Messiah, name. we pray. Yeah. And all God's people say amen. 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 And amen. 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 Amen.
smoking in his vomit fluid or <coughs> whatever he used to get some PCP. He had some land, because I called it stuck on fog drug, because you, you know, you ever seen somebody on that dip, they stuck in one spot. They ain't moving, they ain't showing no emotion, they just, they just pause. And, and, and the crazy thing about it, you know, for other people of color, uh, for the young generation, that's their drug of choice. Uh, you guys 30 something younger, you know, you guys, some of a few a little older than that, but most important, 30, 30 something, uh,
but I'm not scared of neither, but I ain't particularly gonna run down one. Mm -hmm. you know, only, only when it's necessary, I get a, I get a shot. But to sit there and, and want to focus up in my arm for a high, I think I keep snorting and smoking over there. But my guess would be, and probably going to be in the lesson, is that you probably get a, a longer high or a more effective high by shooting it up. <coughs> These are the effects of heroin. Heroin enters the brain rapidly and binds the opioid receptors on cells located in many areas, especially those involved in feelings of pain and pleasure and in controlling heart rate, sleeping and breathing. These are some of the short-term effects of of using heroin. People who use heroin report feeling rushed, a surge of pleasure or euphoria. There are other common effects, including dry mouth, that's what smacking come in at, warm flushing of the skin, heavy feeling in the arms and legs, nausea and vomiting. Severe itching, clouded mental function, going on the north, a back and forward state of being conscious and semi-conscious. You just out of it. <laughs> you are some of the long-term effects of heroin. People who use heroin over a long term may develop insomnia. Collapse veins for people who inject the drug. Damage tissues around the nose, and those are the people that sniff or snort. Infection of the heart lining in the lab. Abscesses. Constipation and stomach cramps. Liver and kidney disease. Long complications, including pneumonia, mental disorders such as depression, antisocial personality disorder, sexual dysfunction for men, and irregular menstrual cycles for women. <coughs> Heroin often contains additives such as sugar, starch, or powdered milk that can clog blood vessels, leading to lung, liver, kidney, and brain, or brain causing permanent damage. Also, sharing drug index, injection equipment and having impaired judgment from drug use can increase the risk of contracting an infectious disease such as HIV and hepatitis. And I mentioned that last week. Especially with a lot of the uh, a lot of drugs that uh, you know so that somebody basically cooking up at the house or in the lab or wherever they're doing it at, mm -hmm. uh, that's 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 very dangerous because you don't know what somebody's doing in there, especially trying to uh, increase the amount of drugs that they have. You know they add stuff to it. Uh, we oh, know that like crack cocaine, they have baking soda in it. Mm -hmm. You know, so somebody you know you don't know what somebody's trying to do. Okay, they might have one. 
a pile of, of heroin. Now they're trying to get two pounds of heroin, so they had two pounds of something else in it. Now here you are uh, shooting it up, snoring it, or smoking. You don't know what you smoke. You don't know what they put in. Hmm. You know, that was a good example they used, that, you know, some of the stuff they put in there, like, such as sugar, starch, powdered milk. And they say the cause of blood vessel. You know, you, you, you essentially killing yourself not from the drug, but from the attitude. Yeah. Oh. And, but yet, like I said, you know, I, I, I've been saying this for, for a long time, is that I'm not going to be critical on people that's addicted to drugs or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, uh, we can educate young folk on the, the risk that you take when you're doing certain in, 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 in some, I like I know a lot of times we, we explain the risk on, on the addiction side of it. We always talk about, you know, you can get addicted to it and, you know, this can happen to it. But we never, I don't think we ever explain to the young people or anybody we're trying to educate on the other risks involved in it, like health issues involved in it, especially with all these uh, different type of drugs or, or different type of stuff that they <coughs> and, and, and then those who, who actually are just selling it, if you get caught selling drugs, they got something mixed in it. The punishment is going to be more severe because they're going to start charging you now with like attempted murders type stuff. Yeah. So you're not even thinking about that. You're just thinking about trying, how can you in, increase your profit? Not even thinking about the long term. And, and, and you got to be a sick individual just, just knowing that you can be killing somebody. You know, because you're trying to get uh, more money. And the same old question is always, can somebody overdose on it? Heck yeah. You can overdose on heroin. You know, I guess I ain't never really, really been around it. My, most of my education comes from some movie on TV or something, which a lot of times you see them, them jokers got a needle still stuck in their arm. And they, they out of there. But the reality of it is that stuff is real. I, I remember this was, uh, it's been a number of years now. And it's a guy that's out there, and I'm not going to mention no name, but he's an entertainer, he's a singer. And, uh, was, you know, at one time he was on really up there on top of his game. And they did a little special on him, I think on MTV. And, uh, you know, just getting to the life of, of this individual. And, but one of the segments of the, the, the you know, of his, of his life is that his mom is, is, was, was hooked on heroin. And it's crazy, though, no matter how much money you have, you can't help a person. You know, uh, you know, he loved his mother, you know, he, Wanted to go to rehab to check the rehab, but he ended up checking out of rehab early. You know, that's that's and, and it was it was it was devastating to this young man because that was his mother and he loved her. Mm -hmm. But that just goes to show you no matter how much you know how much money you think you have or how much love you show an individual, you gotta be that individual that won't change. That, that actually, you know, we can't, we can tie somebody up and we can take them to drug, drug rehab all day long. We ain't gonna fix it. Yeah. You know, they'll go and they'll go through a whole program. Say all the right things, do all the right stuff. But get right out and go right back to doing the same stuff all over again because they don't want it yet. Somebody was telling about an individual, another individual, uh, was off of crack for a long time. All of a sudden, he just fell off and went on the bench. And you know, some of his homeboys, you know, they find out where he was. They went to go talk to him. He said, "Man, I ain't ready to go home yet." Just told him like that. 
know, when I'm ready, I'll, you know, I'll let somebody know. But I'm, right now, I'm just not ready to go. And, you know, I guess you can give them, you know, you can commend them on his honesty because he could have said, okay, I'm going to go with you then then right back there the next day. You commend, commend him on his honesty because he just straight told them that he wasn't ready yet. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what's, what's sad about it. I told you about, you know, this was, it's been about a month. I told you, I've I, I seen a, a girl going down the street that I've been on to like elementary school. And like I said, one time I seen she was doing good, was going to church, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm, I'm proud of because I know she was out there bad at one time. But then when I said, I had to do a double take. This is what I want to do. I thought of it. And the next day, I'm like, see, next thing you know, again, I'm walking down the street. Man, she's looking bad now. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I mentioned, I hate to think that it's because of this COVID stuff and we're not going to church because some people need that connection. Yeah, need to be around like minded people to be able to uh, to sustain. Uh, a lot of us don't have that, that willpower uh, uh, when we get home to, to, to handle stuff. You know, we can we can say, yes, Jesus and the Lord help me and all that stuff that like we want to while we're here in this building. But once we get out of here, you know, a lot of us, don't, we say some stuff that we truly don't believe in. And we just need to be around other people that's gonna keep us, uh, keep driving that, that thought in our mind and keep driving it to us that we can say, okay, uh, I believe. But when you get out there, especially when you run across some people that uh that know you, and then you know the first thing they mind is like, man, you 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 faking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They trying to, you know, I know how the devil work. Mm-hmm. Trying to convince you to get back to doing some stuff that you haven't been doing. <coughs> and, and that's the sad reality of it. You say, how can heroin overdose be treated? Lasoxion, is that, that sound right to you? Lasoxion is a medicine that can be, that can treat an opioid overdose when given right away. And you see, I, I, I can't think whether it's another drug out there because I think a lot of the paramedics carry and uh and the police carry when somebody overdosed they they Narcan. You know, they carry that drug around when people overdose. They go and give them a quick shot and try to get them, bring them back uh, to, to themselves. It works by rapidly binding the opioid receptors and blocking the effects of, the, of heroin and other opioid drugs. Sometimes more than one dose may be needed to help a person to start breathing again, which is why it is important to get the person to the emergency department or a doctor to receive additional support if needed. Naloxion, naloxin is available as an injectable needle solution. A handful of auto injectors, military called AFPs, and a nasal spray. Friends, family, and others in communities can use the auto injector and nasal spray version of naloxone to save someone who is overdosing. Now that's drastic. I would say that's a shame that a loved one got to carry this drug 
because you got somebody that's addicted to some to heroin, and you so worried about them overdosing that you carry the dog on a, a, a injection needle and a nasal spray, whatever the case, just to save their lives when they uh, if they ever overdose on something. That that is a great travesty, but at the same time, that's a love for an individual. You know, I'm pretty sure if it was me that had a loved one and I can't stop them from doing whatever they're doing, you know, and I'm worried about them, that's I probably carry one around myself, you know, just in case they, they mess up. And, all, and, the, and the crazy thing about addiction is, uh, unlike some other stuff that, you know, we, we have a change in life when we almost lose our life. A drug addiction ain't gonna say, okay, I didn't had enough, now I almost died. They wait till they get well, and they looking for it again. Mm -hmm. In a lot of cases, it's like, it'll be very seldom see somebody on drugs say, okay, this thing almost took me out. It's time, it's time for a change. And the truth of the matter is, right now we ain't where you need to be. Amen. That's the reality of it is. You know, you know, we I don't take nothing away from AA. But ain't no nothing better than G O D. Amen. That's the reality of it. Amen. You gotta trust and believe in him and know that he can do what he said he's gonna do. The rising number of opioid overdose deaths has led to the increase in public, public health of efforts to make the noxin available to at-risk persons and their families, as well as first responders and others in the community. Some states have passed laws to allow pharmacists to dispense the noxin without a prescription from a person's personal doctor. That's what I was just saying a minute ago. That's just how crazy it is in this day and time. You know, one of these uh, questions they've been asking lately is it addictive? Sure, it is. There's a lot of stuff that's addictive, not just drugs. You know, I'm, you know they, they're asking a question that we pretty much know that. Because they ain't the drugs that I didn't, I didn't talk about. Since we've been talking about uh, addiction, that's why it's called addiction. <laughs> they ain't addicted. And trust me, there's many other things, and we're gonna be getting to that probably next week on some of these other crazy addictions that we do have besides drugs. Heroin is highly addictive. People who regularly use heroin often develop a tolerance, which means that they need higher and more frequent doses of the drug to get a desired effect. And I would say that's pretty much about any drug that you use. Why? Because why are you doing it? Because you're trying to get high. Well, a lot of drugs like that, once you get a certain high, you ain't gonna get no higher. But in your mind, you think you're gonna go higher and higher. A substance use disorder is when continuing use of drugs causes issues such as health problems and failure to meet responsibilities at work, school, or home. And such can, which is 
a substance use for this disorder can range from mild to severe, and most severe being from being addiction. Those who are addicted to heroin and stop using the drug abruptly may have severe withdrawal, withdrawal symptoms, which can begin as early as a few hours after the drug was last taken, including restlessness, severe muscle and bone pain, sleep problems, diarrhea, and, and vomiting, cold flashes with goosebumps, uncontrollable leg movement, kicking the habit, <laughs> literally, <laughs> severe heroin cravings. And it says as, as few as a few hours. And I, I'm not no, no expert on drugs, but like to me that would be a a mental issue because you say I'm gonna quit. You know what I'm saying? Now you're thinking about what you say you're gonna quit. That's why some of these uh withdrawal symptoms come within a few hours. Yeah. Because if you say you weren't gonna quit, I mean how long can you go without getting out? You go out. Oh no, not them. I'm not here on that. Not here on that. That here on that cocaine, you gotta keep it coming. Or adequate anything, you know. The range of treatments included medicine and behavior therapy, and that was behavior therapy. That was like on the last few talking to an expert. Trying to get you to manage. These are effective in helping people stop heroin use. It's important to watch the best treatment approved to meet the particular need of individual of each individual patient. There are medicines being developed to help with withdrawal process. The FDA approved. Lafixidine, a non-opioid medicine designed to reduce opioid withdrawal symptoms. I guess it's trying to fool your body. Medicines to help people stop using heroin include buprenorphine. Again, they get too many big words for me. Methadone. They work by binding to the same opioid receptors in the brain as heroin, but more weakly, reducing craving and withdrawal symptoms. And it seems like a lot of these drugs that they, they, they giving you to treat the drug is kind of basically fooling your body to, uh, to not want this particular drug. It's kind of like a these patches that people wore, the nicotine patches and and the, uh, and the other the, the, the gum and all that other stuff they give you to uh, try to fool your body. Restricting, mm -hmm. yeah, that'll get you out of it. Do not want whatever it is that you're addicted to. And it's crazy how our body reacts to certain stuff. And I guess it all goes around to that dopamine thing that we got going on in our brain. Yeah, yeah that's right. You're just trying to, you know, 
in your brain that dopamine is something else besides whatever it is that you're addicted to, something that's non-addictive. Mm. Behavior therapy for heroin addiction includes methods called cognitive behavior therapy and contingency management. Cognitive behavior therapy helps modify the patient's drug use expectations and behavior and help effectively manage triggers and stress. Contingency management provides motivation and intentions such as vouchers or small cash rewards for positive behavior such as, as staying drug free. And I said that last week, I don't know if I want to give a drug any money because they, they didn't make a certain goal. Because I can come you and lie. I can make anything come out of my mouth. Oh, I've been free for a whole week, Doc, so whoever. <laughs> okay, here, here, here's $20. You need that now, you got, got $20 worth of heroin. Whoever come up with that, that's the same people that don't believe that you're supposed to be spanking your kids. You know, we're going to positive reinforcement. Rivalry, you know what I'm saying? You bribing somebody just not to be on the club. Man, you, man they're going to play you. Mm-hmm. You're going to get straight played for that money. Mm-hmm. And I can't even see how they think that, that, that that's going to work. Mm-hmm. You staying drug free. How you know I'm staying drug free? You know, you follow me, you stand, you got, you know, this is reality TV. I got cameras on 24 hours a day. What? You know, if I used to shoot it up, I'm going to find some way to snort it or smoke it or something. Get some hair. <laughs> These behavior treatment approaches are effectively or especially effective when used along with medicine. So now you're gonna take the medicine and you're gonna get the behavior therapy as well. Like a lot of the drugs out there, heroin is highly addictive. individuals, I would say to their families, because the individual that's doing it, they not really uh, feeling the effects of it at that, at that moment. But to their families, it can be draining, physically and mentally draining. <coughs> on, on a drug like heroin or any other drug. And in a lot of cases, because I, I, I was, you know, seeing, you know, Pastor was, you know, he was, you know, giving me gestures that, uh, that people on heroin, you know, that's, it's like they want to be on a constant high. Or to be on a constant high, you got to be constantly spending money. Well, you're on a constant high, you can't be working. So where you will get your money from? Hmm. You know, and I hate to say it, most women, they turn in tricks. That's the reality of it. You know, and, and hate to say it, a lot of men turn in tricks too. That's the reality of it. Or you in your you, you know, you peeping and sneaking and you know, climbing out of windows and stealing people's stuff out of their houses, <laughs> which is another risk. 
Yes, sir. Because yes. you're not thinking about you just thinking about getting hot. You're not thinking about the dude might be in the house with a big old pistol in his hand. Waiting on you to get in there. And I talked about this, I think it was last week. Well, you know, what if you're addicted to heroin and now you didn't got locked up in jail? And you know, they just got they just talk talked about uh cold flashes and goosebumps, and they, they got it in parentheses, it's called cold turkey. Basically, when cold turkey don't stop, stop using heroin, and you you blew locked up. So, so look, what you think that your, your, your withdrawal is gonna be? It could be <laughs> devastating, it could be life-threatening. And I don't know, perhaps, I don't know, that, 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 that the dog on jail had to be certain drugs to keep you alive. But if you out on heroin, you know, they might not know that you out, or you might not particularly got your high because you're trying to get your high. You, you didn't got caught breaking in somebody's house and not. If you got caught and not caught, they called the police, you go to jail. But now while you're sitting in jail, uh-oh, I can't get my high now. Now you start going through these withdrawals. Well, you know how, you know, all of us know how doctors and nurses and all, they, 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 they're going to do the process of elimination. This might be wrong with them, this might be wrong with them, this might be wrong with them. Then somebody was talking to somebody uh, about a week or so ago, <laughs> it made a whole lot of sense because uh, doctors are known that they practice medicine. We ain't met an expert in medicine yet, but practice. You know, so that's probably why they do a lot of guessing. Lord, let's try this in room. Let's try this. Let's try this. Well, what you think they're going to do when you're in, you're in jail? Well, this might be wrong. You know, they might think you have something else. Because, you know, perhaps someone, you know, look at Nita Mark, but she, you could be on cocaine, you should get up. Heroin. Two other ones out there that you could shoot in your veins. So they got to try all these different things. They mess around and give you the wrong thing. Trying to treat you. You out of it. They trying to ask you what you have. You out of it. You can't even tell them, I'm a heroin addict. You know, hopefully you start smacking your lips. You know, that's why you start smacking. You start smacking. And I hate to say that a lot of times we gotta use the scare tactics to forget people who do any good. That's because. Oftentimes, we're in the prevention stage. Well, we are not our line, we're at the prevention stage. We're trying to stop the next generation because we didn't did our thing, we didn't got past that. You know, I talked about it last week. The devil can't try nothing that's going to get me to try nothing new. Nothing. You know, I ain't went all my life without doing certain things, and ain't nothing in the world that the devil going to throw in front of me and make me start doing these type of things. So we had that at that, that stage in our lives, well, we had the prevention stage. So let's teach the next generation. And I hate to say it, you know, we got to use these scare, scare attacks, but yeah, that's what we got to do. Show some devastating movies. You know, I was at some of the high school, they show a wrecked car, they got them piled up, and you know, they, they trying to teach the kids about drinking and driving. what happened to somebody that was drinking and driving. They got mangled up this car, you know. No, we got to do that same thing with drugs. We got to tell them, nigga, these are the effects. These are what ifs that can happen. If you decide this is what you want to do. And it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't have to, shouldn't have to scare anybody to get them to do anything. 
But hey, that's where we at. I hope we don't have the same effect. That's kind of how, how revelation is some people. Oh, because somebody tried to scare them with the book of Revelation. Or they didn't hear about the book of Revelation or scared or whatever. They didn't get dealing this not this is this is not scary. This is if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is what's gonna happen to you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What's scary about it? All you gotta do is say yes to the Lord. Well, and then you gotta do is say no to drugs. And you don't even have to worry about this. And thank God for the most part, I think we have <coughs> great children. We have great children. Bible says, train a child in the way that you go. Not saying they ain't going to get out there and do stupid stuff. But we train them up. I don't think none of us try to pull the wool over our kids' eye and keep them uh, 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 blinded from the stuff that's going on in the world. Can't do it this damn time anyway, because all our kids I know for a fact got cell phones. Mm -hmm. So they gonna find out. Everything on social media, and on, on the internet. Now, let's get to this stuff on pause. Know it as dip around here, is that wet, is that fried? I think we just call it fried before anything because we do it frying your brain. Embalming fluid, mild to high. The stink stuff, because that stuff stinks. Anybody ever been around somebody that's smoking or been in, the, you know, been in the area where somebody went to, ooh, it stinks. I don't see how they can smoke. It got a distinct smell. It got a distinct color when they dip in their cigarettes. Cigarettes before we white on the end and I just brown. They can dip in doggone bones with Great thing about they think they fooling people because they got a cigarette. No, your cigarette don't look natural. How you fooling somebody? And not to mention it's stinky. You think the police don't know what that smell like? Why is a street term for marijuana or tobacco cigarettes that is dipped in PCP in R in bomb fluid and then dry? They say in R. You gonna dip it in PCP in in bomb fluid? That's ooh, I don't know about that combination. Mobile. PCP was developed in the 1950s as an intravenous antiseptic, but it is used by it is used for humans who discontinued. But it's used for humans was was discontinued because it causes patients to become agitated. Delusional and irritate, ir irrational. Today, individuals abuse PCP because of the mind-altering, hallucinative effects it produces. 
that's another thing too. It's crazy how a lot of these drugs was had medical uses right. back in the day. Yeah. You know, again, you know, saying doc, let's try this. There's probably some doctors at home smoking PCP. <laughs> and, 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 and I feel a certain type of way, so I'm going to give it to my patients. Oh, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? What? What's in a person's mind just sitting at home just thinking, man, if I can develop this to make a person feel like this, no, you know, they got some people that's at home thinking stuff like that. To make they thinking, what can they develop to make a person feel a certain type of way? They know all the right ingredients that make a person feel this way, so we're gonna mix them together and we're gonna develop this. Your mind sister and uh, sick and deranged from the get-go. And they said it was discontinued because it was having people feeling agitated, they delusional, irrational, acting all irrational. And you getting into it for one reason, but the, the side effects is, is worse than what you're giving it to them for. That's like some of this medicine now, they all these commercials. Well, this drug gonna do this here, but then they got a list this long. Yeah, side effects. Oh, the side effects. Mm -hmm. Man, I might as well die. All the side effects, this thing got is killing me anyway. Go see your doctor quick if your heart stop beating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Well, this is supposed to be the, 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 the help my itchy skin. Ain't gonna call my heart to stop beating. I just keep on scratching. <laughs> I mean, how much damage can you do? You scratch, you put some gloves on like you do a baby, and you go scratch away. <laughs> Embalming fluid is a compound of formaldehyde, methanol, ethanol, and other solvents. Embalming fluid reportedly produces a nutritive effect and causes the cigarette to burn more slowly, potentially resulting in a prolonged high. You seem like a prolonged because you're stuck. And it, it's been crazy to me, like I say, you know what, like again, I'm not being critical. But it was being so crazy to me that the embalming fluid is put in the human's body to preserve the body for their own strength. It embalms the body. So what you think it's doing to your brain? Mm. This is something that you want to smoke. They put this in, 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 in dead bodies to preserve it. Again, who thought of this? <laughs> who thought of this? Who thought that my dip a cigarette or some marijuana inside of some embalming fluid is going to get me high? Some mortician. Or red on some dope. Trying to figure out what, what can I try to get me high. Probably that's what claim up with this and stuff. The same person that came up with, well, I still paint, it's gonna get me high. If I sniff this, it's gonna, gonna get me high, huffing, whatever the case may be. Marijuana is a mind altering substance produced 
from a plant. Well, we already we talked about marijuana over there. You already didn't have the marijuana, but you want to hide the hype. You know, you want to dip it in, you bomb it, flood in, in, or PCP. Marijuana had you moving slow. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to be stuck for real. Mm-hmm. I said no been the drug person, but I just want to talk to somebody that, that, that you know, I just want to know what do they see? Do they everything seem like it's going at normal speed to them? Or do they realize they're stuck in one spot? And you know, we all at the age I'm like, we didn't be around people that 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 that, that smoke dip or wet, fry. We didn't get around people like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, they just out They mind, you know, they eyes, if you look at their eyes, their eyes look blank. Like a shell. What is the risk? Appearances are often unaware that fry contains PCP. PCP is an additive drug. It's used often, it's used often results in psychological dependency, or dependence, craving and compulsion, PCP seeking behavior. PCP produces unpleasant psychological effects and uses often become violent and or suicidal. Suicidal. It made me think about Forrest Gump. Remember Jenny? Mm-hmm. Jenny was out on that PCP. She was walking on the edge of the doggone building. Well, I don't know how high she was, but whatever, it was a little high. And she was just out of there. Suicidal. What are you thinking about? Well, she high, probably just wanted to end everything right there. Mm-hmm. That's why she was walking on the edge. <coughs> PCP use can also impede the learning process in teenagers. We definitely don't need our young folks on PCP. Mm-hmm. No. no. School is stressful enough. And now you got a, a, a young folk, a young person, brother, definitely can't focus on trying to learn because they own some type of mind altering drug. What you think that person gonna want to do? Probably drop out of school because they figure they're not getting it. Not even realizing this is the drug they got in that way. Mine ain't right. High dose of PCP can cause seizures, coma, and even death. Well, they don't take rocket science to figure that out. And High doses of PCP affect many or may resemble the symptoms associated with uh, schizophrenia, including delusion and paranoia. Long-term use of PCP can lead to memory loss, difficulty in, with speech, or thought depression, or thought depression and weight loss. These problems can persist 
for up to a year after the individual has stopped using PCP. Effects from exposure to environmental fluid includes bronchitis, body tissue destruction, brain damage, lung damage, impaired coordination, and inflammation and sores in the throat, nose and esophagus. Embalming fluid is extremely cognitive. Carcinogenic because the cigarette, because cigarette soaks with embalming fluid tends to burn more slowly, users may experience increased negative side effects. Now I've been saying that for a while, every time I kind of touch on, 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 on this deal, because I can talk, I remember talking to the nurse before. I, I she was talking about, you know, a lot of times people don't realize that she's carrying a pamphlet around to try to explain to these guys that was in jail uh, the, 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 the dangers of doing uh, uh, fried. And, you know, the pamphlet obviously has something that says uh, that, you know, you can hit this thing the wrong way, you, you're out of there for, for, you know, your vessel for the rest of your life. And I just got to uh, reading uh, one of the problems with Embalming fluid was it causes brain damage. But we all, like I said, we all know somebody. And that same nobody, somebody that we know, be honest, they don't talk the same way they used to talk. They, they, a lot of them, their speech is real, real slow. And this even after they stop, stop doing it, they still talk slow. You know, so that just shows, goes to show you the, the danger of doing embalming fluid. Again, you know, it, 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 preserves, it preserves body. You slowly preserving your body. Hmm. You know, your reaction ain't, 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 ain't snapped. I, I know my time is almost up, but I know a certain individual Called fuck, running. That person was nowhere to be found. Paul, don't get know where they was at. When they were finally located, they got a royal fussing at it. And don't get this person, yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. Don't even know what he's saying, yes ma'am, too. Well, I don't know. And seeing witness that, you know, that, that's painful. But again, like I say, because of how, how the whole uh, thing happened, they had people in a panic because nobody knew what happened to them. Car running, like where they at? Just disappeared. Did they get robbed? Did somebody take them, kill them, whatever? What happened? You know what I'm saying? Had people in a panic. But like I said, you stuck, you don't know. Not even, you know, you're not thinking rational. And I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to say this one for last because, like I said, because that's the drug of choice for our young folks. And we all have young people that we, 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 we know that, that that was their drug of choice. You know what I'm saying? And, 
a lot of them bounced back from a lot of them still doing it a lot of them you know they took a while but they bounced back but if, thank God they did bounce back the ones they did Like I said, because you hate to see somebody going. You know, this, I mean, like I said, you've seen somebody on that stuff, man. You, you, man, you, like I said, it's, it's, it's sad looking to me. You see, you know what I'm saying? You know, you're not even functioning. You know, you just, you just uh, 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 to me, like I said, blank cell. You know, I joke about it all the time about the dude that stood in front of the front of the cell holding his lip for about a week. Just stuck right there. Mine wasn't right. The crazy thing about it, this dude comes to jail. Using his brother's name, who was already in jail. His brother was over in the other dorms. You know, one of the dorms I worked in early in the week, and I worked in this dorm, dorm like late in the week, but his brother was in this dorm, and I'm like, hold on, this, you know, they show what the name he came with. I say, do it already. He, he's so high, he's getting his brother's name. Out of there. Looking at the, 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 the pastor's response, you know, trying to fit in with the crowd. Trying to be with the end crowd. Man, the heck with the end crowd. Amen. Amen. You know, they got them, you know, it's kind of like uh, they got this commercial now about you know, the kids being a nerd. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you know, people team because you've been a nerd, but that nerd, not the nerd, going to be the Fortune 500 on in the, in the future. And the same one's teasing you, going to be working for you. Mm -hmm. So be that nerd. The heck with everybody else thinks. Because right now, the nerd is the popular thing. You know, what's wrong, folks? Those are the ones that got the big money right now. You know, I'm pretty sure Bill Gates was called a nerd. Look at Bill Gates now. Warren Buffett, all these young fathers called a nerd. Well, you trying to fit in with the crowd, man, the heck with that crowd. The crowd can't do nothing for you. Nothing. Not a dog on thing. Amen. And right now, you don't want to be on no crowd anyway. Now, with this COVID going on, you're trying to stay away from the crowd. That's my time. We're going to conclude the next week on, uh, on this thing with the bottom of the fry. And, uh, or whatever you want to call it, got, got some names out there for it. Uh, and then we're going to get into some of these other, uh, they got a show called My Strange Addictions. We're going to get into some of these other addictions that we have because, you know, I've been on this thing about drugs and I know some people don't want to discuss it and they've been there before and whatever the case may be. And I go, well, I may be picking on certain people or whatever. But no, they got other drugs, they got some addictions like eating disorders and, uh, Gambling, shopping, you know, some other addictions out there that we have. Uh, pornography, people addicted to that, so people addicted to sex. You know, we already talked about, but we're gonna try to cover a little basis on that because it, you know, because in, in some cases, addicted. Amen. May God bless you. May God keep you. See you all, hope to see you all uh, via Facebook Live and, 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 and Anchor come this Sabbath. Amen. Amen.